praise the name of the Lord and I want to appreciate you wherever you are connected and wherever you are connecting from. This is Pastor Dennis Matov. Freedom Experience Ministry is our ministry and we are bringing you a wonderful program called The Freedom Streams. With The Freedom Streams we bring you living teachings, teachings of uh, Christ, teachings about Christ whereby we learn reality in the word of God and we have been going through a wonderful series of teachings concerning God's New Testament plan. We have moved on from the first episode to today is episode 54. That means that we are still on the move and you need to be a person who has already listened to these previous teachings in order for you to enjoy this one also because it is a continuation of the previous teaching about uh, the work of God in the old dispensation. God was at work and he did several things. He ended by saying that God had promised a king of the chosen race uh, that the fruit, uh, this was King David, that the fruit of his loins would be the coming Jesus, the coming Messiah. Now, we want to continue the work, the tenth work that God was doing in the old dispensation which is promising the coming gospel of the new dispensation through the prophets and among the chosen race so we see that God is working his old administrative arrangement included promising the coming gospel of the new dispensation through the prophets and the chosen race the word gospel means glad tidings good news so the gospel is news that gladdens those that hear it news that gladdens those that hear those who hear it it is good news from God from the heavens glory to God now in Romans chapter 1 verses 1 leaving to verse 3 who speaks of the gospel which promised before for through his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord the gospel of God concerns a person Christ the gospel of God is not things is not prosperity the gospel of God concerns a person according to Romans the scriptures the gospel was concerning his son Jesus Christ so of course, such matters as forgiveness are their salvation, they are included in the gospel and other aspects. They are not the central point. The gospel of God is concerns, uh, concerns the person of the Son of God, Jesus Christ our Lord. The gospel is not a doctrine, nor a teaching, nor a religion. The gospel is a person. And this person is Jesus Christ. This gospel was promised by God through the prophets in the scriptures. The gospel of God was not an accident. It was planned and prepared by God. Hallelujah. So the Bible shows us that this gospel was planned. It was planned by God in eternity past. Before the foundations of the world, God planned to have this gospel. Therefore, numerous times in the scriptures, when you read from Genesis throughout Marakai, God spoke in promise to the prophets regarding the gospel. 
Now this indicates that if we would understand the content of the gospel as the good news, we need to know the Old Testament. The Old Testament is not merely a record of creation and history. It, in it are revealed crucial elements pertaining to the gospel. Hallelujah. We have seen God's work in eternity past. We have seen that God made his divine economy in eternity past. He chose the believers before the foundation of the world. In eternity past, he predestinated the believers to sonship. In eternity past, probably made the council among the trinity of the Godhead concerning creation and redemption. We have also seen God's work in the old dispensation, including the work of creating the universe, the creating of man, and determining man's, mankind's seasons and boundaries, dealing with fallen man, mankind from Adam to Noah, and calling Abraham, promising Abraham that through his seed, the blessing of the gospel to come to all families of the earth. He went on to work by condemning Sodom and Gomorrah, crying by fire, choosing the children of Israel and making them his people, giving the law and making the old covenant, promising David that the fruit of his loins would be the coming Messiah. And now we are on this one, promising the coming gospel of the new dispensation to the prophets among the chosen race. Now we, we need to ask why. Why God did all his work in eternity past? Why he did all this work in the old dispensation? What purpose did he work in this way? The answer is that God did all this for the purpose of dispensing himself into his chosen people. This is the ultimate answer in the Bible. This is the underlying thought in the Bible. This is the central subject of the Bible. The underlying thought in the scriptures is that God wants to dispense himself into his chosen people so that they, he may have a corporate expression that consummates, that ends in the new Jerusalem. So, this was God's purpose for, for making the divine plan his eternal economy, his eternal plan. This was God's purpose in choosing the believers, predestinating them, making a council among the trinity of the Godhead. This was God's purpose in creating the universe, in creating man, determining man's seasons and boundaries, and in doing so many other things in his old administrative arrangement. The purpose of God's work in eternity past and in the old dispensation was the dispensing of himself into his chosen people for the producing of the church as his corporate expression consummating in the new Jerusalem as the eternal expression of the triune God. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, these messages on the conclusion of the New Testament are not concerned with mere doctrine or theology or teaching. You cannot even find them in teachings uh, and in theology. And they are not about 
being our theology, our teaching. No, they focus. Uh, the focus of these messages is the vision. For us to see the vision of the divine dispensing of the triune God into us. We are not bringing out these many teachings that you may grasp a, a theology, grasp a teaching, all a doctrine. We are after you to see a vision of the divine dispensing of the triune God into us. And when you see it, it's not our intention that you simply know all the items we are going through of God's person, all the aspects of his attributes. It is our intention that we would see the rich ingredients of the divine food that we are taking in day by day so that we may participate in the dispensing of the triune God into us because the Bible is filled with riches, rich ingredients of the divine food which is the triune God. We need to take him day by day so that uh, we participate in the dispensing of the triune God into us. Praise the name of Jesus. Now I want to continue with God's work still. Uh, I know that someone is is following and uh, is being blessed. Now the record of the New Testament reveals God's New Testament plan, God's New Testament economy, which is God's dispensing of Himself into His chosen people for the producing of a corporate body express him which is the church and in the book of Ephesians Paul gives us a very high word concerning God's eternal plan concerning God's eternal economy praise the name of Jesus in Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 3 we see that the economy of God was made for the purpose of producing a church in Christ and if you read Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 to 11 and even chapter 3 verse 9 to 11 all these scriptures we have been reading you see not only the economy made by God plan made by God in himself according to his good pleasure but you also see the goal the goal of God is economy so the goal of God is economy is to have a church which is the corporate expression God. The church as God's corporate expression is the conclusion is the consummation of God's economy. And God will rest in eternal in the new Jerusalem because he has concluded his plan. Wants to see that the church fully expresses him. But before the church expresses him he is doing the work of dispensing himself into the members of the church, the believers. So we have already pointed out that according to the principle revealed throughout the Bible, the means of God is dispensing himself into us is the divine life and the way is our eating of him. This one we saw in the previous episodes. Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 3 shows us the economy of God. But in these chapters, we don't see either the means all the way God is dispensing. But if we read the other books written by Paul, we shall see that the means of God is dispensing himself is life. And the way of God to dispense himself into us is by eating 
of him as our food so life and and the eating becomes important as we are preaching as we are fellowshiping after god made his economy he told you economy is this household management is this administrative arrangement is his plan he did the work of selection and predestination and concerning this ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 and verse 5 say according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blemish before him in love having predestinated us unto sonship through Jesus Christ to himself according to good pleasure of his will now here we see in these verses that both God is choosing and is predestinating are for sonship we have seen this already so the only way to produce the only way to produce sons is begetting you can't produce without or minus begetting so the only way to produce sons is begetting and begetting is a matter of dispensing praise the name of jesus so how can the father beget children the father begets children by dispensing himself in in his life into those who are become his children this is how god the father has begotten us he has poured himself in his life into us who have become believers and this pouring himself in his life is what to call dispensing Maybe you have never realized that begetting or propagating involves a dispensing of life. When Adam begot children, he dispensed his life into them. That's why all fathers that have children, they are fathers according to the dispensation. They have poured their life into these children. The children now carry the gene and the dna of their father praise the name of jesus through such a dispensing the earth is filled with adam's descendants just as adam's descendants are produced by the dispensing of human life so god's sons are produced by the dispensing of the divine life so if the father's life had not come into us how could we be his sons would be impossible sonship requires the father's life he are neither god's sons in law nor his adopted sons we are sons in god's life and nature this is who we are because we are we have been born of god and because god has been born into us we now have god in us the only way we can be god's sons is for him to dispense himself into us for the carrying out of the dispensing god in eternity past made a counsel with himself to make certain decisions first of all god decided to create man without creating man god would not be able to select certain ones to be his sons and after deciding to create man god also decided how mankind would be distributed on earth he scattered us distributed us on earth in different nations 
So he made a decision even concerning seasons and boundaries. So that it would be possible for the chosen ones to be ready and available to receive God's dispensing. Creates times and seasons. Remember in Genesis chapter 8, it says as long as the earth lives, seed time and harvest, you see, he begins to mention seasons. After God created man and man became fallen, see, God did not give up on man. Instead, he came in to deal with the fallen mankind from Adam to Noah. All this we have seen in our past uh, messages. Praise the name of Jesus. If we had if we had the, the record concerning only Adam, Bo, Enoch, Noah, we would not know what God's goal is. But as we go on in the Bible, we see that there is a record concerning Abraham. We can see God's goal now. God told Abraham that through his seed, all the families of the earth would be blessed. Well, the question is, who is the seed of Abraham? Abraham's seed is Christ himself, the incarnated God. God is promised to Abraham, therefore, points toward his dispensing. But we see that after giving further promises to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, God eventually chose the children of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, and God made them his people as a type of the church. Hallelujah. So they were a people separated for a particular purpose. And that, that purpose was God's dispensing of himself into his chosen people, make them his expression on earth. This expression is the church, of which Israel was a type. I hope you are following. After giving the law and making the old covenant, God promised David, the king of the chosen race, the fruit of his loins would be the coming Messiah, the Christ. Now, this promise is also related to God's dispensing. As we consider God's work in the old dispensation, in his old administrative arrangement, we need to have a clear understanding that this work is with a view to God's dispensing. This is God's purpose. This is God's will. So, the arrow of God's work in the Old Testament always moves toward the goal of God's dispensing of himself into his people to produce a corporate expression of himself. And finally, in his work in the old dispensation, God promised the coming gospel of the new dispensation through the prophets among the chosen race. Prophecies were given concerning the propagation of the gospel. If we read the Old Testament carefully, we shall see this matter. Now, I just imagine if a believer comes in the word of God with this viewpoint with this vision praise the name of Jesus if a believer comes into the word of God with such a revelation and this is our prayer that the spirit of God helps us see this vision God has promised the coming gospel to the 
entire Israel and in the right time the gospel came and this gospel we have told you and I've told you is a person Jesus Christ I have told you that the gospel means glad tidings good news the gospel of is, is news that gladdens those who hear it that's why today's preaching is supposed to be good news in the recent times preachers could bring damnation asses see calamities messages that scare people messages that trouble a hearer messages that messages that didn't bring hope those that we are listening to them today because grace has been revealed grace upon grace a gospel should change to become good news that gladdens those that hear it for example if you have been following our episodes i believe you are enjoying the good news in the word of god this good news is from god in the heavens and the clear scripture is in romans chapter 1 verses 1 throughout 3 i want us to read it because the other time i didn't read it for you but, uh, we see that romans chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3 the bible says Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, owed to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. It is a comma, it's not a full stop. Pastor says, which he had promised afore by the prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Meaning that when the prophets were ministering, God was promising that he's going to, uh, he's having a gospel that is bringing, is about to reveal. Then you come to verse 3. That was in the scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made a seed of David according to the flesh. Now I believe now you can see that Paul was a man of revelation. He sees that whatever was in the old times by the prophets was the gospel. This gospel was concerning one person. Jesus Christ. This gospel was a promise before even the New Testament. It was preached by the prophets and they went on to proclaim this found in the Old Testament and it says that the entire gospel that we see in the Old Testament is concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made the seed of David according to the flesh. Now you see such a clear vision. Then he comes to verse 4 and says, And he was declared to be the Son of God, the power according to the spirit of holiness and the resurrection from the dead. You see, Paul is summing up the Old Testament to the New Testament, to the crucifixion, to the death, the resurrection, and God declares him, Today you are my son, I have begotten you. He continues to verse 5 and says that, by whom this Christ we have received grace it says we have received apostleship for the obedience to the faith among all the nation for his name and it comes in verse 6 and says among whom you are also called of Christ now he brings all of us that are called hallelujah so this is Paul's vision it says to all that be in Rome Beloved of God, 
called to be saints. We are called saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. This was the introduction of Paul in the book of Romans. Remember Romans is the book that begins with negative situation of the fallen man. And but it begins with a hope that this is is a good news. This Christ has done something. He found us somewhere. He found us when we are wrecked in a place. But he has done something. This has become the good news. So the gospel of God concerns the person Jesus Christ. Although there are some other matters, forgiveness, salvation, deliverance, redemption, but the clear central point of the gospel is the person Jesus Christ. The gospel of God concerns the person of the Son of God, Jesus Christ our Lord. And this gospel is not a doctrine, not a teaching, not a religion. It is a person. That's why when we are reading and even preaching, teaching, should see that Christ is dispensed and preached as a message because this is the good news. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I've taken my time and even I've done a clear recap for you of where we have come from, uh, from uh, the, the, the first episode even to this episode 54. And I want you to ponder and to listen. Always check back, always go back read, listen you can even share you can even help out someone to come and join this wonderful movement this wonderful experience of the word my task is to bring to you uh, this wonderful revelation wherever you are able to listen it from in the name of Jesus and all the answers you have you have all the questions you have yeah, their answers are in the word of God so I want to stop here and I trust the Holy Spirit that His grace has been enough even for me to speak to you, even for you to listen to me. And I encourage you, we have come this far in this long teaching series and I know you are still going even up to hundreds of episodes. Praise the name of Jesus. Because I want you to see the clear vision in the Bible concerning God the Father, God the Son and God the Spirit. I'll be bringing you several uh, series concerning, and this is the series about God. God as God the Father. And I'm, I'm about to bring you another series about Jesus Christ, and also about the Holy Spirit. Then we shall continue with other series about the church, about the believers, about the Holy Spirit, about the, the kingdom, you see, about the New Jerusalem. You see, you will enjoy wonderful teachings our platform. God bless you. I am Pastor Dennis, Dom Experience Ministry, Experiencing Christ.